Motherboard, proudly brought to you by Loopy Lou, Lidl's award-winning baby range. Hello, I'm Avril Flynn and you're very welcome to the Motherboard podcast. This podcast series features real parents talking about the beautiful but often hard work of raising children in Ireland today. Before we get started, I want to let you know about this week's fantastic offer from our sponsor. So joining me in studio today, I'm delighted. I have a really, really wonderful panel. We have a mum of one, Christine, mum of three, Anne-Marie. Both of these amazing mothers have been through a separation, but have also worked really, really hard at making co-parenting work. We're also joined by Fiona McCausen from the Legal Aid Board's Family Mediation Services. And and she's also a mum of two herself. You're all so welcome. Thank Thank you. Thank you. So I think why I really wanted to cover separations in the Motherboard podcast is I think, again, it's something that affects so many people, but it's still quite a hidden thing. People aren't comfortable talking Mm -hmm. to it. There's still, and I say this in inverted commas, a lot of shame associated with when a relationship breaks down. But I think it's something that we need to talk more about to, you know, to make sure that we try and do the best for our kids, but also understand the intricacies that go when a relationship breaks down. I think when any relationship breaks down, it's horrible. Mm, But adding kids in, it's so much more complicated. Yeah, you can't only think about yourself then. Exactly. And, And that's the thing, coming to you first. When when your relationship broke down, you know, it's obviously horrible when that yeah. happens. But can you tell me a little bit about your story? Yes. So basically, I was with my partner for two years and I fell pregnant and we were only 20 at the time. Yeah, you were really, so we you were, were quite really young. young. Yeah. Um, so it was all quite a surprise and quite new. So then when Zach was born, like we were delighted and things were going quite well. But I was undiagnosed with postnatal depression. So then cracks kind of started to show and we decided, well, it wasn't very amicable split. Um, and we broke up when Zach was one and a half. So it was hard and it was a shock. And I just remember thinking, what am I going to do now? And I couldn't. I lived in his mum's house. Um, the three of us lived there. And I remember saying, where am I going to live? What am I going to do? And but thankfully, like in hindsight, it was the best thing we've ever done. And So how long ago was that? That was seven years ago. Okay. Yeah, so it was a long time now. Like, but um, And you think at the time things will never feel okay again and you're just constantly like we had our arguments and everything and I thought it was just going to be like that forever and I was saying this can't be our life like but there's a grieving isn't it it is yeah I don't think anyone has a baby with somebody and thinks this is not going to work out exactly expect it fully to work out yeah this is a really really important point um so work, working in the family mediation service, we're seeing hundreds, um, thousands of couples over 30 years. The service has had its doors open and t- time is the big question. Isn't yeah. it? It's, yeah. it's um, you're in the middle of the conflict. You're in the middle of wanting to kill each other, basically, in different <laughs> forms and in different versions. And, over a different and time you're scale. hurt. People and you're are very hurt. hurt. And, and the, the, the bereavement process, you know, so many times we would hear that it's it's feels as if it would be easier if the other person had died, yeah. passed away, because you don't get through, yeah. you know, you're going through the denial of, as you say, shock, yeah. then the anger, you know, then the, the sort of the depression and the figuring it out and the and anxiety. It, it, that can take three to five years. Um, and then you have to see this person. All the time. Uh, so I think the one of the, the big 
messages from today and listening to your, your both your stories yeah. um, is that time is important to let it be patient to, to, to know that it will not always be like this. Yeah, exactly. And it yeah. isn't always, it doesn't have to be always conflict and arguments mm. and stuff like that. You can, once you get over your own initial grief, I think you can work it out with that person and put, mm. a, put that to the side and just put the kids at the forefront, you know. Of the story. Of the, of the story, story, exactly, yeah. And for you, Anne-Marie, what, what was your, what happened with your, you've got, yeah, I've got three, I've three children. Um, we would have met when I was still in school. So it was very, we were together actually 14 years when we split when I was 30. So that will tell you the length of time we were together. So you grew up together. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then we got married quite young. I think I was 22 at the time. Then we went on and had three children. Um, basically, it was just, it, you know, like you meet so young and you change so much in your 30s that mm. when you're in your 20s, that when you come to 30, it's like you're looking at the person going, we've grown in different ways, we want different things. So that was that was basically the the ending of it then. And I mean, you made, made a very responsible decision. Like, personally, I always think that there used to be an, a thing called an Irish divorce, whereas people mm-hmm. stayed together, yeah. but were yeah. totally and utterly apart, you know. Yes. Sometimes the dad would have the top floor, the mum would have, you'd never see them together. Yeah. My mum and I used to call them the salters because the only thing they'd say to each other was pass the salt. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to me, that always seems like a fate worse than death. Yeah. And I think it's so brave to do yeah. what you did, which, which was to make the right decision and go, this isn't working. I, I think we were fighting as well. So, and it was like my, the youngest was, was getting, or the oldest was getting bigger and he was noticing and he was getting tense. So it was time to really... You know, like we were bickering like we were 16 again. It was like, do you know, it was it was time to to um, to pull the plug. And it was actually it's the best thing we ever did for the children because they are very settled, very stable. And they, they, they never question things like that anymore. Like, you know, they don't. And how did you go about and this is a really mm. tricky thing. How did you go about telling the kids? Um, basically. When we were definitely sure, um, we just, we both sat them down, we brought them in and we, well, we didn't have to tell the baby because she was only a baby, but the, the other two, the two boys, we sat them down and we said, mommy and daddy love you, but mommy and daddy can't get on together anymore. So you're going to have two houses and you're going to see us both and we're always going to love you. And um, we, we've actually been quite good at continuing on that, especially with behavior and different things that we actually talk to each other all the time. Yeah. And, and just to come, to come in on yeah. that, one of the one of the things that parents should be very, very aware of is depending on the age of the children, yes. that you could you can yeah. set the stage beautifully. You can deliver the message yeah. according to all the yes. books you might have read or the advice you're given. And they hop off the stool and they run off and want to play with their toys. And you're thinking, but wait a minute, do you know what's going on here? <laughs> but in actual fact, um, uh, I, I, I read somewhere once uh, that it can take a child between 40 and 50 times of telling mm. or, 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 or being taken through something for them to really process it. We're talking yes. of maybe under under 12s. Yes, um, yeah. So, so, that, so that you can do that good piece of work and then be left wondering. I think it was the oldest boy now was the one that he kind mm. of... Um, he kind of got these notions then. He actually waited a couple of years and then was like, yeah, got yes, these, I think yes. he's about 10 and he goes, um, 
Well, you, you know, maybe you and Daddy could get, get back, back together, together again. again. Yeah, I get and that I, as well. I was like, yeah. but you know, um, I was like, Tristan, but like, this is, it's a long time. And then he's like, and then he, he, now he'd never say it. Now he's, yeah. now he's, he's four, actually 14 today. And he'd never actually say it now. But at the time I had to explain to him, I said, no, we, we would yeah. fight and we'd get on and, you know, we wouldn't get on well. And, you know, we're happier and we're friends now. And, you know, but he, he did accept but it then. What's really interesting about that. And if, if we're talking about an important lesson is, is time. Mm. And, and another one is to realise that, that the child is from both of you. Yes. So what's happening for the child is not that he can't see that you're not together. Yes. Internally, you are together for him. Yes. Because yeah. he unconditionally loves you. Yes. It, it, you know, most in the world. So and, and I remember somebody talking about Nancy Sinatra in her 30s mm. and 40s and 50s, still thinking that maybe her parents still, might get yeah, back together yeah, again. Yeah, she did, yeah. yeah. still had the fantasy yeah. that they there you that go. all would be well. Yes, yeah. So and it's a very know, interesting it, piece. It very, yeah. It's very important, though, to be honest with yeah. with the kids yes. and not to kind of give them a false hope if, if you know yeah. for a fact that the separation is going to be yeah. for keeps. Yeah, I, I think, first of all, I, I would acknowledge with two fantastic examples of parents, uh, all four parents mm. found a way through a um, very difficult stage and managed to put the children first in how they were thinking. And, um, you know, I, I think that the golden rule is to think that the child or children have to be subjects in their own lives and not become the object of your separation and your yes, conflict. Yeah. And that but can be quite difficult to do. So when it comes to honesty, um, there's a couple of things. First of all, take your time. And I think mm. that, that was very yeah. much what I was hearing from both of you. That take your time so that when you're talking to the children, you're not still wanting to kind of snarl at the other yes. person. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and and d do your homework. So uh, t talk to, um, you know, there's an awful lot of really good groups around the country um, but but talk to um, friends. Do you know, we have some friends who are fantastic when we want to kind of complain because they'll complain mm. with us. And we have other friends who can just manage that little bit of detachment and say, do you know, that sounds a little bit odd to my ear. You know, maybe you need to think about this. So, so yeah. it's quite nice to have a sounding yeah. board if you're somebody. But but the, the key thing to the honesty is it's age appropriate. And it is aimed at helping the child process. Per personally, I found with the friends thing now is that I found um, they were actually my worst enemy. Yes, there you because go. Because they were like, they were so personal about yes, the whole yeah. thing. And <laughs> they, um, they were like seeing, yeah. oh, and he said this, and, and, and you know, oh, they get yeah, really yeah, personal. Yeah, yeah. I said, no. but this is about the children, but I wouldn't do this. And I wouldn't no, have, and no, I said, no, no, that's my best friends, but they were only trying to be on my side, you know, and they were so hurt for me that they couldn't see the bigger picture. So they were your warriors. Yes, yeah. And you need the warriors. Yeah. But not when you're trying to be collaborative. No, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. I think it's um, one of the really interesting things for for um, this piece mm. is a lot of parents, particularly at the start, when they're starting the living in two places, um, will think, oh, well, little Johnny is, is, is so upset when he goes away from me, he misses me. And oh, but wait a minute, Johnny, when he goes away from me is upset. What's happening to Johnny is that he's great with mom and great with mm. dad. The, the 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 bit that's difficult for children is the bit between mum and dad, whereas that is where they reside. Mm. Yeah, that's they belong in. A, if 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 we could really grasp that about our children, I think it's really important not to say a bad thing about the exactly. other person. Never, yeah, you could never. like be in your head thinking uh, the worst uh, possible yeah. things, but you never, it's totally natural. You never yeah. ever say it to the children. No, not in front yeah. of yeah. them, and, and you have to be very careful if you are talking about them. 
yeah. that they're mm. not within earshot because that was one thing I was just like we don't we don't we don't say bad things about and each other. And Christine, was, was that kind of a rule that you made from the outset from or the that outset. you kind of found as no, you went on? No, from the outset. Okay. That's like, very good. I wouldn't have, t- like, I've no interest in Zach not liking his dad. I do know that kind of way. And, he and Zach no isn't going to thank you as well no, he for hearing, isn't. you know. Like, what, I don't understand what benefit it would have given Zach to hear mm. me saying terrible things So what I'm hearing dad. from all of you is basically using the kids as a point scoring yeah, mechanism doesn't work. No, doesn't, doesn't work. work. No. Because they're going to love they're both parents. And you're only going to hurt the children. Yeah. That's yeah. the and, massive and, thing. And there's interesting research that shows that children grow away when they... Be, so I have a 23-year-old and a mm. 21-year-old. So uh, at that age, young adults, they will grow away from the parent that has been criticising the other parent. Yes. Because yeah. it's, a di- it's an unsafe place. Mm. Yeah. To be and an uncomfortable and place an uncomfortable to hear. Place. Yeah, that's of exactly. And it's fantastic mm. to hear you both talking like this because your your children. And this is the other thing. This is the other part of of the work we would do with with, with uh, families is we we talk about how it's not it, it's not a lost situation. It's mm. it's it's an opportunity for really good quality parenting. Yeah. Yes. And what your children have learned is that when when people struggle they can put those they love first. When people struggle and separate, they can still care about the other person while fighting with them. Yes. Now, your children will grow up wiser for having gone through that. And and that's a really, really important piece of all of this. Mm. Because if parents could grasp that they parent their children through separation um, and that it's still can have good yeah, bits of yeah. it. Yeah. The other thing I was yeah. going to say is um, now that my children are getting older and they'll go and give out about me to their oh, yeah. father or they'll go and give out about him <laughs> yeah. to and me. And that happens regardless of the Yeah, and I said it to him as well. I said, we just nip that. I said, it's just yeah. like basically um, he, he one, one of the boys and I said, no, I said, that's your daddy. And that's all I'll ever yeah. say. No, that, and oh, but this that you know he'd often use this that and the other. And I says he's your daddy. End of story. That's your daddy. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, and I, I get. I okay. would get. Um, I would get. Well, daddy said I could do it, and yeah. I'd say, oh, did he? And I'd say, right. Well, I'm just going to ring. Oh no, don't ring him. Don't ring him and ask him. Like he knows <laughs> yeah. exactly what and he's asked. And he said, and daddy, daddy. Oh, mommy said and, I can do and, that. And yeah. you know, do, do you see see that, that exactly what you've done? Yeah. Um, what happens with children in a situation where so, so one of the things we we hear a lot of. Mm. When, when parents are coming into us, the children don't know we row because it's like pass the sugar, pass yeah. the salt. We don't say anything. And what's happening in those households is that, or or indeed between two houses, is the children are the ones carrying all the information. Yeah. And and That's so heavyweight. if mm, if is. mom doesn't say or dad doesn't say, mm. well, wait a minute, <laughs> just wait to phone your father, uh, then the child becomes the only one with all the information. From the family, yeah, and and so they yeah, other communication, and they, and they yeah. carry it, and then they at twelve, at ten, at fourteen, at five, they have to work out what is safe to say to their parents. That's yeah. Herself now, she was um, she was getting up at night on me, and I yeah. said, um, so "This is your daughter." This is her yeah. like, this week, and I said, um, "I said I've talked to your." Um, I said, you talk to your daddy. He's going to talk to you this evening because she goes into him this evening. She goes, why did you tell him? I don't want any. Yeah. Why did you tell anybody? Yeah. And I says, no, I said, because me and daddy talk about everything about you. And I suppose so, that's yeah. really that's good, good yeah. role modeling as well. Yeah. Because if your kids know that the lines of communication are open between two people yes. that are separated yeah. and yeah. are not together, then they know that 
they can talk as yes, well. Yes, yeah. Whereas I think if things break down totally yeah. and there there's no communication, it's so what hard. What sort of the message are you sending yeah. to your yeah. little person? Yeah. It's really important for us, bearing in mind how many people are listening to this, mm. to say that what we're talking about is very, very difficult. I can only imagine. And yeah. that what we don't want to do is give the impression that this is easy. easy, mm-hmm. And that if it's not being managed in the houses that are listening to this, it means that the parents are doing something wrong. I, it's I totally very, agree. very important. I, I absolutely agree. There's um, no judgment. It, it's, it, if there's anybody listening to this who is aware that they're struggling or that they're in a relationship that is indeed sort of mm. coming to an end or, or you're, you're, you're aware that this is all happening, then it's, it's very, very important that they reach out to a service. And that's actually what we're going to come back in part two and actually okay. discuss is the Excellent. practical measures of when it breaks down or when you think it's going to break down, what, what to, do. to do next. Okay. Thank you so much for all of your contributions to part one. That was fantastic. We'll see you in part two. So welcome back to part two of Motherboard. We're here with a lovely panel discussing separation and divorce. One of the things we'll come to um, towards the end is the practicalities. But Christine, I just wanted to, in the break, we were just talking about how difficult it is to come to an arrangement with regards access and one that not only suits both you know, parties, but also absolutely is the best for the little person, but also have to understand that sometimes your your little person isn't going to be always yeah. with you. Tell me about no, how it is. You... It's very difficult because Zach was only one and a half when we split. So the thoughts of him not being with me for any length of time, I hadn't gone back to work yet. And the thoughts of it, it just killed me. But eventually we kind of, we discussed it and we trying to figure out what the best option was. And we were lucky enough that like we didn't go to mediation. We didn't go to court. We just came to it between ourselves and we decided that every weekend he could go to his dad's and stay Friday and Saturday night and come home to me on the Sunday and that's the way it's been since he was one and a half now now at the start it was incredibly difficult I couldn't it just when he wasn't at home and like I didn't really know what to do on a Friday or Saturday night I was like I couldn't enjoy the weekends for a long long time it was just it was just I wanted him back. I wanted him back, and I still even feel like that now. Like at the moment, he's on holidays for a week with his dad, and I'm like, what? What do I do? Like, what do I do with my time? But no, it came. We came to the arrangement, and thankfully, it has worked out really well. And he really looks forward looks forward to going to, to his dad's. Like every Friday, he'd say, "What time are they collecting me at?" It's a before or after dinner. Like he just wants to go, and he loves it. And it is maintaining kind of a routine. Did you it find is. that as well? Yeah, I think I think Marie, that, at the beginning we, that routine. we were kind of swapping and changing, kind of suiting each other. And then it just got to the stage where it was upsetting the children. So we're very rigid now with, you know, he, they go on a Friday evening and they come back Saturday evening and then stay one weekend a month. But um, the children know what's coming. And I think mm. as they got older, that meant like when they were quite small, say Robin would have been, she would have only been coming up in a year when we would have split. So um when they were quite small, it it didn't matter. But now they they actually know it's Friday and they know what day is and yeah. it's very important for them, I feel. And Fiona, custody mm-hmm. arrangements, you know, traditionally people would assume that yes. the child stays more with the mother. Yes. And for some families that is the case. Yeah. But now we've moved on that a lot of the time there's more of a 50-50 access. Yes, yes, yes. And is that something that, you know, is difficult to, uh, to work out? So um, maybe just to highlight 
two big changes. Um, one is that women, of course, are working and have careers. So they're not in the position to necessarily take children um, all week. So so there's always the question then of the child minding and how that's going to work. So that's number one. Uh, and the second thing is that dads are hands on dads. You know, they're parents, just like the mums are. And what you really are looking at, and this is where mediation um, is becoming the preferred process or place for this kind of thing to be sorted out. Um, families are families and they have different things going on in them. So when you're sitting down with parents, um, you're really focusing on the practicalities for that family. What we would look at first would be the financial um, area, which I know we're not getting into at the moment, but that's a huge part of this and where people are going mm -hmm. to live and how that's going to work. Because until that's established, then it's difficult to know if the children can stay with both yeah. parents in a particular routine, yeah. um, and if they're living at you know opposite ends of the country, yeah, and of course, and yes. I actually mediate um, international child abduction cases, which okay. are versions of divorce and separation as well. So that's different continents. Yeah. You're looking at a, a, an array, so, so, so it really so, depends on the yes, situation. Yes, and and I think one of the things that um, women have to realise is that and I say this, including myself is that men now are dads they are they are fathers who want relationships with their children and they wipe as many bottoms as women quite often yes. when they're very young <laughs> yeah. and and you know it's it's something that um i think we've had to do a level yeah. of letting go as as women in that regard as mothers um, and also for men you know women want their careers and that it's not OK to say, well, look, I have to earn money for this new separated environment. Therefore, you're going to have to take the kids. So mm. so we have a lot of negotiating in that area. And, and what I would say is, you know, when, as, as, as we've been talking already about where parents can actually sit down and talk, it's absolutely possible to find yes. a way yeah, of living as what we yeah. would call a separated family. The biggest issue is when there's conflict and, and when... And, you know, we could give a whole session over to the neuroscience of conflict and how our brain changes in conflict, which is incredibly interesting because there's But that logical that thing change. tends to go Oh, it's gone. It, it's, it's not yeah. just tends to, it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. And, and I don't think, and, and if, I could, if I could make a very, very strong appeal to families of people going through separation, um, don't be judgmental. Don't look at this person and think, for goodness sake, why can't they just sort it all out? Because the experience is overwhelming. The experience is you kind of feel you've disappointed yourself, which is not fair, but it's how you feel. And you're grieving a future you thought you were going to have. And in right in the middle of that, you have the parenting plan. So the parenting plan actually takes on a, a vision of being the future you never thought you'd have. If that makes sense. Which is very painful, yes. you know, to try so, and reconcile so to, that. Yes. So to be very, very practical, um, how one looks at parenting, you first of all, you, you have to put the kids to the fore um, and get a calendar and put down, you know, we use flip charts in mediation sessions. And what we do is we literally put a calendar up on the flip chart and we write up what the pattern is going to be. And then we ask the question, you know, how's little Johnny going to be with this schedule? Because he's doing yeah. it. The, the parents aren't doing it. 
the children are doing it. Yeah. Um, or if there's a huge distance to travel. Exactly. And that kind of and, thing. And, and so. this is absolutely... Ab- when you see it on, on, the, on the flip chart or on the calendar, you begin to realise, actually, uh, Mary, our, our, our five-year-old, is going to be travelling from Galway to Dublin or Dublin to Galway three times in one week. Or, you know, uh, so, so, so that's a real pragmatic. Um, the, the other thing that um, is important is to seek the local groups. You know, so the Family Mediation Service, you go online, you'll find www.legalaidboard.com. And we'll have all of those details up on Family Uh, Friendly HQ There's one family, there's there's Bernardo's, there's, I think, you know, any of these groups locally, you know, are there to to help. Um, The the key to the parenting plan is it's also as practical. So we were talking earlier on that having free time is quite nice. But it yeah, can take a bit of time to get used to that. The start it is quite challenging. But yeah, I found it really hard at the beginning. At the beginning, I was just like counting the hours yeah. till yes. they came home, and then I was like, I have to. I, this is this is I have to do something in these hours. And then it just kind of because I was still hurting like a lot, so it was uh-huh. yeah. it was I wasn't ready to go out in the big bad world. Say. So yeah. then I was like, right, do you know what I'm going to do? A Chinese and have a bath, and then have a film, yeah. and then I kind of started when I started going out again, and you yeah. know, getting my life back and. And do my activities. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then I started to enjoy it. And then and now I'm just like, oh, yep, they're going down Friday night. I'll meet my friend for dinner or do whatever I want to That's do. It, yeah, I always yeah. have plans then for the weekend. Like yeah, just, once you, you know, start making yeah. plans, you're not left with that empty hole. Yeah. Like, and I think that's really interesting yeah. because then you're now the subject of your lives. Yes. Yeah. You're, yeah. Not, you, you're, you're not You're not. An object of this separation. I do laugh at the kids. Oh, mommy, why are you going to do this weekend? And it's like, and they're really like jealous. And it's like, um, and then they're like, all right, okay. Depending on which child it is, one of them be like, oh, that's lovely. You're going to have some time for yourself. And the other one be like, oh, you're doing that without us. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's two, there's two things. There's, there's two visualizations, or you know, that that we use quite often to to really help Mm. with that understanding of where you're trying to, to go to, and they're very powerful. And they are very effective. And so they're, 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 they're these. First of all, imagine your child at 18 or 20 and they're sitting down and they're chatting with their friends. They're having a coffee or a beer or whatever. And they're talking about, oh, my mom and dad, oh, no, they separated when I was three or I was 12 or whatever. And how do you want that sentence to finish? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And if, if you keep going back to that you keep that. I actually ask parents to write that down. Yeah. Just and yeah. when you go, it's in- actually interesting because my friends, like if I'm having a really difficult time co-parenting and getting along, and I'm having a good moan, they say, "But Zach will yes. appreciate it when he's yes. older." Yes, and yes. Says, that's what well, kind of yeah. keeps me. Well, the, like, the yes, other one, the I'll, other one that goes that will definitely uh, chime with both of you yeah. is, and 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 this I've had personal experience working with children on this one uh, when they talk about this. It, it, it's it's quite strong um so imagine your 12 year old or your 10 year old or your 14 year 14 year old on stage in school whether it's mm. a nativity play or picking up an award or on the football field and they turn around and they see the two of you mm. what's their first emotion is it Ooh, that is anxiety mm. that you're in yeah. the same room and and oh are do we hold up for cover yeah. or or is it pride because you're both there Together, for yeah. for them yeah so those are the those two if parents that can cut through so much of the difficult stuff yeah, yeah. but again we do need to emphasize 
Christine and Anne, we are amazing, but it has taken a long, a long time, time yes. to yeah. get to a place a of yes. to be reconciled yes. with the new normal. Yeah, I absolutely don't think anybody should like listen to this and think it's really no, easy. It's not. It's no, not it's easy. Not. Like it is very, we, we, very difficult. No, for sure. It can be done um, with a lot of communication. And the thing yeah. I think in, in your head is you need to, like, especially at the beginning, is start boxing things. Well, like for me, I kind of like, like, this is the children, this is my relationship with the children as father. And then um, this is my own private relationship with the children's father, completely different, yeah. you know. So I like, and the two That's have really kind of the two have kind of merged now as the years have gone on. But at the time, they were wide apart, but they were they're, yeah. they're, they're two different faces. For but me. it was a very yeah. good way for you to yes. be able to go. Yeah. This yeah. is our stuff, yeah. And then let's deal yeah. with this with yes. the kids. And yeah, and, and they, they also do the the business relate. They talk about pa- the parental relationship, if you can think of it, like yeah. a business partner. Yeah. That's yes, a bit like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. and like. And as, as time has gone on, we both have new partners. And But basically, the only thing that me and the kids' father talk about is the children. You know, like, we, we you know, we have chit-chat, go, oh, yeah, hi, how are you, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we don't, it's 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 very, it's very professional, put it that way. So it's, And I'm on the other end of the scale now. Yeah. So it's gotten to the point with Zach's dad where we would actually be friends. Yeah. Um, Like, we would go for lunch together and bring Zach, or we'd go, like, we went to Disneyland and stuff like that, and we brought Zach. So we are... We've gotten to that point now where we it, it is just a friendship, mm. you know, that kind of way. And it'd be one that I'm really glad that we have now, yeah. do you know, that kind of way. And even when there is stuff that needs to be sorted that gets put aside from our friendship and we sort the parental mm. stuff out and then we're still and able do you to think do that'd things. be kind of more to do with kind of say the length of the relationship as well do you know what I mean because it, it, it could possibly yeah, be yeah I, I feel like it was such a huge we, we were together such a long time yeah. you know for such a young age that that it was like half our lives when we, yeah. when we separated so it was yeah so th- you know there's always yeah that bit more there or something yeah, you know, know that we can't you know, get. I don't think that would never happen. I don't think that would ever happen. <laughs> but yeah, see, it's it's, it's interesting. It, yeah, it's interesting that because really, again, if we're if we're talking about the the amount that you have yes, to go through yeah. to get to that point, that um, you have to learn to be wise mm. to what it, it works for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and Fiona, just to yeah. ask on a really practical level, yeah. if somebody's at home, because I think one of the biggest things mm. never mind the grieving and the real pain that goes into actually separating it's what do, what do they do? I do okay. what do I do so, where do I go okay so so first of all the family mediation service is free to everybody so, so uh, anyone can anyone get, can, can come, come so yes okay, so great. so family mediation uh, the, the now there's the private practice mediators as well who do cost money uh, but but they're very reasonable as well so the family mediation service is the best way to access that is to the, le- the legal aid board that you're going to put the link on 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 your site um, and they will find a mediation service office near them so that's that's one thing now the thing about mediation is it's where you're coming to begin to negotiate the separation mm. you may not be able to face that I find actually I, I find it very mediation very hard we did it quite it's fast it's very hard oh and, yeah yeah um, that, that yeah, because be we were, we went yeah. to, we're going to get legally separated. We got legally separated very fast yeah. and we did the mediation fast. And yeah, I think if we, if we were doing it today, it would be a completely different mediation yeah. session than yeah. the way it was. Yeah. 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 So so we have, um, that's a really interesting point because we yeah. have kind of a theory uh, over the years that if it, we have a waiting list and yes. if people wait on the waiting list for about three months, then they're kind of ready. Yeah. But if they come in sooner, there's still a lot there's of pain. Still lots, yeah, it's ex- exactly. Fresh. So, so, so that's a, that's a practical. We're also in a lot of the courts, uh, so um, we must talk about the high conflict situations mm. where where fathers are trying to get access, mothers are trying to get maintenance, 
and there's a complete breakdown. Um, and that's where, excruciatingly yeah, painful and, and for we're not, all we're not going. I know we're not going into domestic no, violence. No, but we can't brush over it but, either. Yeah, so what you absolutely have to do there is you have to seek uh, legal advice. So to get a good uh, yeah. solicitor. So the, lo- the law centres, again, the Legal Aid Board have law centres um, where they give cost-effective um, legal advice to those that are eligible. So it's an eligibility criteria. Um, or you take an application and you go into the court and they will refer you to our service again. Mm. So that that's one thing. So the other thing is that a lot of people need to talk to somebody. So in that situation, um, of course, there will be local counselling services. Um, one family, I don't know if it's nationwide, but certainly one that we would be familiar with in Dublin. Um, if you have never voiced the fact that you think your relationship is over you need to voice it to somebody now that might be to lift the phone to somebody like the Samaritans it might be to uh, talk to somebody you trust but I think this is where your point and where you were talking about earlier on um one of the biggest issues for us in mediation is the 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 constellation of family and friends family outside. Family and friends that get involved, yeah, yeah. That, that, of course. That yeah. Try and talk to somebody you know is sort of calm. Yeah, <laughs> of course, yeah. And slightly impartial, yeah. Yeah, can listen, you yes. know. Um, the, the practicalities, if you have no money. Now, I, I, I was going to pick up on something you were mentioning earlier on, that people living in the one house. What happened with the recession? Um, literally from about 2008 to it's now, there are many, people. many, many separations happening mm. within one home because they can't find a second home. They can't. They're, they're, it's just a nightmare. Which is just so uh, challenging. Dreadful. I just can't so even imagine MABS, how tough that is. Go to MABS. Which is um, the Money Advice yeah, Bureau. And, and this, we cannot leave this subject without talking about money. Um as as uh, anybody who's gone through separation will know, it is costly. Um, it, it the the, the uh, small business association uh, talk about thirty percent reduction in your standard of living if you go through divorce. If you are going to be uh, thinking about two houses, thinking about two sets of bills, etc., 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 there's a key thing here is that you can end up arguing about money because there's not enough for anybody Mm -hmm. but what happens is because you're arguing about it you don't realise that the other person is nothing either so that's again mediation is, is where we do a lot of yeah, that sort having of a race to the bottom is it, not exactly yeah exactly is not beneficial exactly. to anyone um, and it's it so if you're in that situation where money is that type, again Mabs citizens information is fantastic you know there's pragmatic heads out there that you need to get to um, the the thing about family solicitors is that. You want to go to a family solicitor who has got a lot of experience in this casework because they will not make a mountain out of a molehill. You need a family law solicitor who will help you find the right answer for your family, not get into battle fatigue. Or, or score points for... <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. We often do, uh, you know, we, we do pieces where you're talking about high conflict cases that it's almost like an addiction. When you, when you get into a fight mm. and you stay in that fight for a year, yeah. it's, it's Or another addictive. way to look at it, you're still actually in a relationship with the you person. You are, absolutely. That's absolutely. the thing. Absolutely. Yeah. So as absolutely. long as you're fighting yeah. with someone, yeah. they're still yes. actually there. Exactly. Whereas to actually come to a resolution, exactly. there's yeah. an acceptance that, okay, yes. this yes. is actually... Yes. You, and I think that's very challenging it, it's, for people. It's people who are fighting are still 
married or in a exactly, relationship yeah. and are not necessarily parenting if you get me. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think at the beginning that was it was like you're bickering and it was like yeah. it, nothing had changed. Yeah. yeah it was just yeah. and that went on for a little while and then yeah. it was like um, I don't know when it ended but it did but eventually it was yeah. like you were still you were still making comments and bickering like you were yeah. just And to finish still, off Anne-Marie what would be your one little nugget of advice if somebody was listening and things haven't worked out what is the one thing that you'd um, like them to from to other know? people from what I've seen from other situations is people using the children as tools mm-hmm. the father's not paying so that they're not seeing the mm-hmm. child this kind of thing and the so only person they're hurting is the child yeah and Christine what would you say I would have similar and I would say mm-hmm. that open the doors of communication is the biggest thing and you both need to be able to communicate on a level that is civil and I think you will get somewhere. So it's not every time that you speak, it's an argument. You need to be able to have a civil conversation together in order to get the best for the child. That's what I think. Brilliant advice. And Fiona, what would you say to somebody listening at home? I, I would say seek help in terms of support. Uh, be patient because it's, uh, it can be a long road to get mm-hmm. to where we're yeah. describing. And thirdly... Um, Really see that your children are born from both of you, love both of you unconditionally and are they've one childhood. And regardless of the separation or the divorce or whatever, they can have a great childhood if they are allowed to love both of you and each of you unconditionally um, without you putting them in the middle of your stuff. Yeah. Mm. Which is easy to say, but oh, it's so it's, hard it's, to it do. Is, and, and, it's, and I think that is, the, that is the message we should finish with. This is not something you can do on your own. It's something that you um, should, should feel supported through, be supported through, and um, give yourself some credit for the pace that you may have to go at. And I think something simple like even like say we are going on separate holidays or days out and stuff yeah. send the other person pictures yes, you know just yes, something yes, simple you don't have to write anything you don't nope, have to do anything right. just you're at the zoo pictures of the kids send them to their father and vice versa I think that's a lovely way to finish I'd like to thank my amazing panel I hope of anyone listening at home I hope more than anything that you've gotten A good advice but be <laughs> also a bit of hope that there is light at the end mm. of the tunnel it will take a long time to get there but you can get there as all of my panelists have said by just putting the kids you know at the centre mm-hmm. of things thank you so much for your time as I've said we'll have a full list of all of the uh, assistances and all of the different places you can go to actually get really good unbiased help and thank you all for listening at home we'd love if you'd like and subscribe to the motherboard podcast don't forget to leave us a review only if it's good though obviously (laughs) and don't forget to visit family friendly hq forward slash motherboard for this week's special offer see you next time and thanks so much